we have uh, two young people who are this year's uh, Finlay uh, Fellows. Uh, Congressman Paul Finley served in the United States Congress in the House of Representatives. And what we have done is to try to find a way to continue his example and his legacy. Uh, Paul Finley is here uh, with us and we want him to take uh, pictures uh, with these two young women. Uh, who are bright stars. Uh, we had 125 qualified applicants for this past summer's Arab Arabia <laughs> seminar on uh, Arabia and the Gulf for 10 weeks at uh, George Washington's Elliott School of International Affairs. Each week the students had to critique uh, three readings as to what these authors were contributing uh, to knowledge and understanding about Arabia and the Gulf. Uh, and they had to do it with incisive writing, clear analysis, and equally clear assessments. This is not the usual drill and regimen for someone uh, between the ages of 18 and 21. Uh, but we're demanding in our programs uh, to hold up to high standards and aspirations, and uh, we will not get to where we seek uh, to arrive uh, without having high standards. And Paul Finley, uh, as I mentioned, was targeted for defeat, and he was defeated, <laughs> but only electorally. This man um, has never been defeated in terms of his uh, moral example. If you can believe it, um, after the atomic bombs were dropped on Japan, uh, Paul Finley and a friend went and walked through the ruins where there were no survivors. There was no knowledge then about the dangers of radiation and fallout. Uh, but he has been an exemplar for peace uh, ever since. There's an accord between two of the largest Latin American nations that if you read it, you know it was drafted by Paul Finley. Word for word, um, in terms of these two countries swearing that they would forego the development of a nuclear weapon and that they would share complete transparency and accountability with each other as to what they were doing with nuclear developments. And this individual also was known as the father in modern day land grant colleges. In every American state, there is one institution of higher education to train the rural people in agriculture and farming who produce America's foods. Uh, the champion of that legislation year after year was Paul Finley. In terms of human rights, uh, he stood with the late uh, Hubert uh, Humphrey. In terms of the Arab-Israeli conflict, he called before any other member of Congress for America to engage and speak with the PLO. Um, he's written five books since then. Uh, we're looking for other leaders like Paul Finley. And uh, if they're elected and they become diselected, so be it. But they will remain leaders and pillars of strength. What Congressman Finley just stand for a minute.
this last winter he spoke at uh, the National um, Model Arab League for university students and some 200 students lined up to ask if they could have their picture taken with him. <laughs> it took about an hour, but he stood with each and every one of them there. Um, we have as uh, Finney Fellows these two women on my right. You cannot perhaps see them uh, from the left of the uh, dais there. Uh, but I'll let them introduce themselves and speak a few words to us. This is the emerging generation of leaders of this relationship. Good afternoon. My name is Tyler Miles and I am a junior at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. This summer, I had the pleasure of interning with the National Council on U.S. Arab Relations Summer Internship Program. I can still remember exactly what I was thinking last February when I sent off my application. Aside from hoping that it would be postmarked by the deadline, I was just thinking how amazing it would be to get a chance to participate in such an incredible program. I visited the Council's website so many times, I practically remembered every single word, word for word, in regards to the internship program. Still, needless to say, when I was notified that I was selected, I was overjoyed. Still, I couldn't have imagined how fortunate I was to become. Though only 21 years old, I can already say that the summer I spent with the National Council has already been one of the most impactful summers of my life. Not only did I get the chance to meet with seasoned delegates, policymakers, and other government officials, but I got to do so with 24 other young adults who were just as eager as I was to learn as much as we could. There we were, a cohort of students who have always been interested in Middle Eastern culture and politics, getting the chance to speak with the likes of people that we'd see on CNN or read about in the news. They were real people, we found out. <laughs> we met with some of the people at this conference, um, people presently affecting change in the Arab states and across the world. Of all the activities where we participated in this summer, it was these discussions at lectures and at site visits that had the greatest effect on me. The Council's mission is to increase American understanding of the Middle East and all of its complexities. And for me, this summer has done exactly that. The Council has given me, above all else, an intimate perspective on the Middle East. I have developed an understanding of its cultural, social, political, and cultural, sorry, cultural idiosyncrasies. An understanding that I can say is far more, far superior than anything I could have ever garnered in a classroom setting. At the beginning of the summer, I was just a college student pursuing a degree in global studies and French who had some interest in the Arab world. Now, by no means am I, have I become an expert on the region in just two short months. I'm still that same college student in a way, but I'm also different. I feel confident that I can contribute to, the same, to bridging the gap between pragmatic foreign policy and policy that promotes peace, stability, human rights, diplomacy and above all understanding in the region. One day I'm certain that I'll have a career that will allow me to do this and I'll remember that it would not have been possible if not for the summer that I spent at the National Council where I became a Finley Fellow. I'm honored to be able to represent the National Council's internship program for you here today but also to be a representation of Congressman Paul Finley's legacy. To say that these are high standards is a gross understatement but I'm certain that I'll one day meet the challenge. Dr. Anthony, this is truly a wonderful program. And I'm sure I can speak for all previous interns when I say that the summer here has been incredible. 
and nothing short of it. Josh, Kaylee, Nabil, and the rest of the council staff, I just want to say a sincere thank you for such a rewarding experience. And I can only hope that future interns have as great as an experience as I have. Thank you. Good afternoon, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen. It is an honor to be speaking in front of individuals such as Dr. Anthony and many of our guests today who work tirelessly and inspire others and educate others. It is even a greater honor to be awarded the Finley Fellowship in honor of Congressman Paul Finley. My name is Tigus Worku and I am a third year undergraduate student at Dominican University of California. This past summer, I spent 10 weeks here in D.C. interning at the Syrian American Medical Society and participating in the bi-weekly seminars and site visits. My experience with the National Council on U.S. and Arab Relations can be described in three words, fear, risk, and knowledge. Fear and risk might sound a bit negative, but put together, they are driving factors that lead to change. The internship was definitely not a walk in the park. Every day, I, along with my fellow interns, had to build up the courage to ask questions, speak in front of highly accomplished individuals, and critically analyze the information we received. I think Tyler would agree with me on this, that it wasn't easy. But this is exactly the experience that students need in order to become great leaders challenging experiences that pull us out of our comfort zone and force us to take, take risks. No matter how much we are trembling or shocked by the thought of voicing our opinions, the, the outcome is a lot more profound. Our fear of one another is one of the biggest reasons behind the problems we face. We fear because we don't know and we don't understand. The National Council has done an amazing job tackling the problem by educating students about a highly misunderstood region. The National Council provides an amazing hands-on educational experience with new information each day, which has made me realize how much more I have yet to learn. Dr. Anthony said it best, no one is an expert. We must constantly gain new knowledge. And I couldn't agree more. The National Council has opened doors for me to pursue my career goals, but more importantly, it has taught me crucial life lessons, and it has connected me with amazing individuals, such as my fellow interns and the many guests here today that have, who aim to work for a better future for all. The experience has made me more curious, inspired, aware, confident, and even afraid. It has taught me to continue asking questions, to challenge the norms, and always leave room for more information. Albert Einstein once said, education is not the learning of the facts, it's rather the training of the mind to think. Knowledge is the most powerful when it is applied. And for this, I would like to thank all of the National Council staff, Dr. John Duke Anthony, and our many guest speakers for challenging me to become a well-rounded student, citizen, and leader. Thank you. Thank you both.